You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And today's episode is sponsored by Spartagen XT. Do you have issues with keeping an erection in the bedroom? Do you have any issues with finishing too fast in the bedroom? Are you feeling a little bit low confidence when you're with a girl getting it on? Well, I got an all-natural supplement for you that I highly endorse called Spartagen XT, which is 100% all-natural ingredients filled with herbs and vitamins to help you in the bedroom, to help support your libido and to help you become more confident with girls that you end up in the bedroom with. So check it out at SpartanLibido.com. Again, that's Spartan, S-P-A-R-T-A-N, Libido, L-I-B-I-D-O.com. Now, in today's episode, we are interviewing an amazing guy. His name is Ryan Mitchler, and Ryan is from the Order of Man podcast, and I wanted to get him on the podcast here to talk about how you being a man is really one of the best ways to attract a woman. That's right. When you become a man and a better version of yourself, it's going to be easier for you to get the girls that you want. Now, you're probably thinking, uh, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Like, become a man. Like, I am a man. I'm a man. Look at me. I have testosterone. I have a penis. I'm a man. What kind of man are you talking about? Well, there's qualities that are very manly, very masculine, that all men should have to make them appear more masculine. And so Ryan talks about these, talks about the fundamental qualities of a man that makes a man actually the best version of himself and his most attractive self. And we're going to get into that into that today on this interview. And he's a very bright guy with a lot of great examples that you can be using today to become more masculine and therefore attract the women that you talk to. So in just a minute, we're going to get to that. Don't forget, if you have any questions, call into the podcast, 323-432-0025. That is the How to Talk to Girls hotline. We'll answer your question there. We'll put you on the podcast and uh, answer whatever you got on your mind in terms of attraction, sex, and dating. And also, don't forget, if you want to leave a review for the podcast, you can go to How to Talk to Girls podcast in iTunes and leave a review and send me a screenshot of the review, I will send you free access to one of my best products called Conversation That Gets You Dates, which which teaches you all about how to attract girls with the things that you say to them. So go ahead, email me, tripatripadvice.com with that screenshot, and we'll get you all set up. All right, let's go into the Order of Man podcast creator, Ryan Mitchler. Again, that is orderofman.com if you want to check out more on him and uh, his advice. So go check that out. But first, check this out. Here's me and Ryan. Hey, Ryan, what's going on, man? Trip, what's up? Glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me on today. Yes, absolutely. So excited to have you on. You've been uh, podcasting for for a little bit now. You have a bunch of episodes that I've seen on here interviewing some great guys, right? Yeah, I'm actually going uh, editing uh, episode 40 as we speak. So uh, we're, we, we've done this for a little while. I actually had a podcast before this and, and switched gears, did a complete 180, 
And so uh, we've been going strong for about six months now. That's awesome. Very cool. Now, what came first? What was the order of the order of man? Was it the uh, was it the podcast or the website or? I actually launched them simultaneously. So I'm a financial advisor by trade. Uh, I was doing a podcast specifically catered towards helping healthcare professionals with their finances. Mm -hmm. And I was doing that in my daily life and I was doing the podcast and I really enjoyed the podcasting and, and digital marketing and all the new media stuff that, that you're into as well. And I thought, you know, I'll, I'll run my financial planning practice over here more of a traditional way, but I'm, ex I'm interested in exploring some of these other topics. And so that's why I, I did the switch. And uh, so I launched in April of this year, 2015, uh, with Order of Man, and I did the blog and the podcast simultaneously, and I haven't looked back since. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's been good. Cool. It's been really good. What makes you interested in this? I'm just curious. What made you start something like this? What, you know, was there like a story or is like a day where you're like, you know what, I really, I want to, want to do something in this, in this arena? Yeah. So I've always been interested in what it means to be a, you know, quote unquote man. And so obviously I am a man. I want to develop. I've got kids now and I want to make sure that they are raised the way that they should be raised, that they get all the advantages and all the opportunities that frankly I didn't get. And there's a long backstory to that. But to make a long story short, I grew up without a permanent father figure in my life. My dad left when I was three. He chose drugs and alcohol, unfortunately over me, my sister and my mother. And then a new uh, stepfather came into my life and he was an alcoholic. He wasn't ever abusive, but just wasn't really present as a father in my life. Right. And then I had another stepfather come into my life who was verbally and emotionally abusive. So I never really had this role model of, okay, what does it mean to be a man? How do we treat women? How do we treat our kids? How do we run our lives? How do we interact with our neighbors? And how do we be a leader in the community? I did not have an example of that. And so I look at my kids and I think, man, I, I need to be the example that I didn't have. I want to give them all the legs up that I didn't have. And, and so I really went on this exploratory mission and I've, I've looked at a lot of other websites and I'm always researching and, and just really interested in this, this space of becoming the best version of yourself. And I wanted to throw my hat in the ring and, and give guys an opportunity with, with my backstory and turn it into a catalyst for growth in my life, but also their lives as well. So it's been a, it's been a cool ride so far. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's great to hear. And, uh, very encouraging too for anyone else who's listening out there who might have some family issues or um, you know anything that they grew up with that was you know harmful so to speak to them and and it looks like you were able to uh, kind of find a positive side and and more of a of a of a healthy way to you know figure out what it takes to be a man because there's a lot of really oh, yeah. bad ways you can go about doing that you know people get involved with really bad people and surround themselves with people who are who they think are men but are really, you know, bad colleagues or bad right. friends, things like that. Right. Right. Yeah, I think there's a there's an opportunity in our lives, unlike any other time in the history of this planet, for us to take our challenges and our adversities and our obstacles and turn those into opportunities for us to grow and, and in turn help other people do the same thing that are going through some of the same issues that you've found a way out of that you've overcome. And only if only we're willing to step out outside of our comfort zone a little bit and be willing to do that, right? Right, exactly. And that's what it takes is stepping outside of your comfort zone, which is definitely something I've talked about here and on the podcast a bunch. And uh, it's the only way to succeed is to figure out what it is that makes you feel, you know, that, uh, that uncomfortable feeling. And, and most of the time, that's going to be something that you have to do. To right. grow, right? Yeah. That's that's what grow is. That's what growing is. So for you, 
I mean, what, what do you think is one of the biggest things that you've, how old do you say you were, Ryan? I'm 34. Okay, 34. So you've lived, you lived some life so far. A little bit. So, so what do you say would be one of the biggest things that you've learned in the past 34 years about, about being a man and being your, your best self? What's something that, you know, it doesn't have to be the best, maybe just something that always sticks out to you that, that you learned that was just like, whoa, it was a kind of mind-blowing uh, experience or, or something that just kind of hit you really hard that you could share with us. Yeah. So, you know, over the past, well, just the entire course of my life, what I'm coming to realize more and more is that a real man is somebody who takes personal accountability and responsibility for his life. And I look around and I see society as a whole really going the opposite way of personal accountability and responsibility, right? We sure, we try to shirk all responsibilities. We try to blame everything else. We try to blame our circumstance on outside factors. And what I've come to realize is that the more that we accept even to a fault, accept our situation, accept our circumstances, accept where we are as our own responsibility, that gives us power. So a lot of men will look at that and that will scare them. And, the, and those are, frankly, they're boys. It will scare them because they're concerned that, oh, if I succeed, it's because of me. But what they're really concerned about is, oh, if I fail, that's on me as well. And really the way that I look at it and the way most successful men, yourself included, I'm assuming, look at this as a thought that's actually liberating to them. Hey, if I succeed, it's because of my own efforts. If I fail, that's unfortunate. But what can I learn? Because I have the power. And so I think that's the most important thing that a man can learn is to accept accountability and responsibility for his own life. And at that point, when he accepts responsibility for any area of his life, he's going to immediately start improving and seeing results from that. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I think about too is this idea that because of that, we are we are in control, you know, or I should say, you know, maybe maybe people don't really know that yet, you know, but mm -hmm. I should say maybe they they you can start to understand that you have the ability to be in control of your life. And yes. and I'll be honest with you, I still think about that all the time and it's sometimes hard to think that we can, under you know certain circumstances, do the things that we want to do. The only thing that ever holds us back is usually our mindset or our thoughts or our belief systems, right? So there's a lot of things that hold us back from growing and from doing the things that we want to do. But you know, I think one of the one of the first steps is knowing that we have the ability to be in control of our lives, which means we have the ability to succeed and the ability to fail. And there's a beauty in that doesn't even matter like like you know just like you're saying it's just like well if we have the ability to fail that's okay that still means we're in control and means we have the ability to fix that or learn right. from that so it's like right. you can't really lose well and i think what the reality is is that society sometimes has a tendency to look at success as a bad thing and i don't know why that is and i don't know when that changed but people who are successful are criticized people who are wealthy are criticized but the reality is you can look at anybody in your life who's had levels of success. And for me, that's actually empowering. That's exciting when I see other people who have grown up in situations way worse than I ever grew up in that are having success in their life. That gives me the, the hope and the realization that if this guy can do it or this person can be successful, re regardless of their circumstances, I can certainly do it. So I think we need to shift our mindset from looking as at success as oh, he must have got lucky or he was in the right place at the right time to, 
No, you know what? That guy worked his tail off and he did a few actions that I was either unwilling to do or have yet to have learned how to do. Right, exactly. And I was just going to say, you, I was just about to say that and you just said it for me. It just I stole it. Yeah, I, stole it. I mean, yeah. But, but we're thinking on the same level here, you know, is that anyone who's ever done anything even remotely great. I don't, we don't have to talk about the, the big boys of people who are making lots of money or making insane inventions or, or <laughs> you know, doing crazy things for the world. Even people who have done even small things, they have worked very hard to even get there. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe someone somewhere, you know, got lucky or something just kind of landed on their plate. But either way, you know, maybe one thing quote-unquote lucky happened to them but if they wanted to you know maintain whatever happened whatever change happened to them there was still work involved like no one's getting away scot-free you know what right, I mean? like everyone right. is doing something that is that is difficult that's a challenge but again you know there's something awesome in that because that's that makes it more rewarding i mean let's just say for example if someone listening here wanted to uh you know win the lottery you know it's like Sure, winning the lottery could be something amazing. You know, obviously you have millions and millions and millions of dollars. But I'm telling you, you are going to feel so much better if you were to create that wealth on your own rather right. than receiving it. Of course, both are great, right? Like, yay, lots of money, sure. But at the end of the day, you're going to feel so much more achieved when you actually work for something. You know, and that's the same thing that goes with with girls, like it feels good when you're actually working at it, when you're working at becoming a better man and and a better version of yourself to be able to attract those types of girls, which kind of leads me into the next direction. You know, Ryan and I were talking about like, okay, what should we discuss here in the podcast? And, you know, Ryan was saying, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, it. you tell me, Ryan, what you said about becoming a better man and why that's better. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's a lot of quote unquote dating experts and relationship advice that teaches men how to improve their so-called game and they learn tactics and t uh, tricks and strategies that'll help them get women. And certainly there's an element of that. But what I've come to realize is that the more that we can improve ourselves in some key areas of our lives, the more that we can become the men, the full potential of man that we're supposed to be, I think we're naturally going to attract women. So we focus so much on these outside factors. What is the magic phrase that I can use to get this woman? When in all reality, if you become the man you're meant to be, that woman is going to be attracted to you. So with that being said then, what do you think a guy can do to become a better version of themselves? You know, I think they hear it from me a lot. You know, how to be your genuine self, how to be your better self. And some people probably get it, but there's some guys who are probably a little bit lost. Like, like, okay, I've heard this a thousand times, Trip. Like, what do you mean? Like, what does it mean to become a better man? What are the specific things I have to do? What does it mean to become a whole version of myself? Do you have any ideas on that, Ryan? Yeah, I've got a, a ton of ideas because this is the entire focus on what we do with Order of Man is how to become the best version of yourself, specifically for men. And there's eight key skill sets that I've identified that all men need to master. But specifically, what you're talking about and what you're saying a lot of the guys are saying comes down to self-mastery. And so I've had a lot of people say to me, what does that even mean? What does self-mastery mean? And the reality is that it's different for everybody. What you're struggling with and what you need to overcome, Trip, personally, is completely different than what I'm struggling with, what I need to overcome or what I need to learn. But a few of the key things that I've come to realize that are underlying threads are discipline, 
right? I mean, this is, this is timely as we talk about the new year. I go to the gym and I have been for the past couple of years pretty, pretty regularly. It's funny, January 1st, the gym is going to be packed with people so much so that I probably won't even want to go. But if I wait a week, it'll be back to where it was because people don't have discipline. So discipline, commitment, honor, integrity, all of those virtues that I think we as a society used to adhere to, but just have fallen outside of that. So when I talk about self-mastery, I think what guys really need to do is they need to take a real hard look at their life and they need to be extremely honest with themselves about where they're lacking in their lives. And I know that this is really really hard. We say we can do it, but it's so difficult. And I'll give you a prime example of that. Two years ago, I weighed 50 pounds more than what I weigh today. And I knew I was out of shape. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not good. I was tired. I was lazy. I didn't want to do anything with my boys and it was bad. I knew something had to change and I knew that I was overweight, but as much as I knew it, it was so hard for me to get on the scale. I knew I was out of shape, but I didn't want to actually see the number. I didn't want to face reality as to how bad it actually got. And that's the same thing with what I'm talking about here. You need to take a hard look. You need to look yourself in the mirror and say, here is what I'm not good at. Here is what I'm struggling with. Here's where I fall short. Because when you do that and you have that benchmark, that's where you start to improve. But you can't improve unless you know exactly where you are today. How do you think someone can go about doing that? You know, maybe someone is listening and they're like, you know, some people are like, okay, I, I know where I struggle. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like they kind of mm-hmm. know right away and they kind of know where they need to grow and improve. But do you have any advice for maybe the guy who's like, I'm not really sure where it is. I don't really know, you know, what is that could be wrong with me. Maybe something is, maybe something isn't wrong with, you know. Um, where do you think they can try to figure out where they can improve? Yeah, I think mentorship is extremely, extremely valuable. And that's one of the byproducts that I've had of starting this podcast and starting Order of Man is that I've had access to guys like yourself and so many others. So many, sorry, I had my son walk in. I, do, you, do you edit that stuff afterwards? We're going raw with this one. Don't even worry okay. about it. Okay, all right. My little, my little guy walked in. He's home for the, for the holiday, for, from school for the holidays. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, no problem. Yeah. So I've had access to so many men and so many people through this podcast and through this blog. And it's been exciting because I can see what other guys are doing. And I, and I want to be really cautious here because we don't want to fall into this comparison trap of, Hey, look at trip or look at his social media following or look at all the great things he's doing. And then I'm comparing myself to your success. But what we can look at with other men is we can look at guys that are successful and try to emulate their characteristics. All right. So I can look at somebody, I can say, man, Trip is a hard worker. He's somebody who's committed. He's got discipline. He's doing these steps on a daily basis. So the point of the story is look around at men in your life, at people in your life that you look up to that are having success in their life and emulate what it is they're doing. What characteristics, what virtues, what things are they doing in their lives that you admire and how can you emulate and mirror what it is they're doing. Yeah, I like that. And you know what? I'm going to take back kind of some verbiage that I said a little bit ago that I'm just thinking about now because you said it in such a a better way is that, you know, I said like guys should think about, you know, what's wrong with them. And that's that's not really uh, the right thing. You know, it's not about what's wrong with you. It's not about that there's a problem with you. I even hate using that word problem. Mm -hmm. I like to to use the word issue, you know, Um, but 
it's it's about what you said. It's about the finding out the places where you want to grow. Right. You know, I, I don't think anyone's doing anything wrong. I don't think anyone is, you know, we're just at default. You know, if you're not doing anything, you're just at default. And mm-hmm. that just means you're just at the place that you would be if you wouldn't be taking any action. But where are the places that you do want to take action? Where are the places, like you said, that you admire and are inspired by? So I think that's great. That's a, that's a great way of putting it. So what are some other areas do you think um, a guy can focus on or strengthen to become a better man or, or um, you know, just a more well-rounded version of themselves? Is there anything else you think? Oh yeah, tons, tons. But one that immediately comes to mind is leadership. You know, as men, we're going to be called upon as leaders, whether it's leaders in our families, leaders in the community, leaders at work, and your ability to lead people and your ability to have a vision and your ability to articulate that vision to other people and to let them see that there's bigger and greater opportunities, I think is a core concept of being a man. And when it comes to dating and it comes to relationships and attraction, women, I think, are naturally going to be attracted to men who lead themselves well. And I think a lot of the times the problem with leadership and men is we turn into this quote unquote alpha male type personality where we think we got to bully and boss and coerce and push people around. But the reality is that a leader is the exact opposite of that. A leader is not pushing right? A leader is pulling people along and they want to go along for that ride. So leadership is a huge trait that all men really, really need to develop. Where do you think in maybe some some small areas of guys' lives that they can start to think more about that? You know, is it is it in work or is it with friends or where can a guy think about leadership if he's not doing anything at all today? Is there anything that comes to mind? Well, let's talk about work for a minute. I had a conversation. I can't remember who I was having this conversation with, but what he said and what he talked about is he said that there was a gentleman, a coworker of his that wanted a job promotion. So the, the, the boss or whoever it was told him what he needed to do in order to justify him getting that leadership title. And it, and it required some leadership type responsibilities and some leadership type things that he was going to need to do. And the employee told the boss that he's not willing to do that until he gets the title. So we fall short in leadership. We think that we have to have this title before we're the quote unquote leader. And what I would suggest is it's the exact opposite. If you want the title in work, for example, if you want that promotion or you want to increase your position within a company, do the things first that would warrant getting that title. Leadership is not about titles. It's about the work and the authority that you have with your colleagues. So that's one prime example. What can you do today that somebody will see and recognize and say, man, that guy has got it. I can see that he takes initiative. I can see that other people trust him, that other people want to follow him. And I need to keep my eye on him because he's somebody that I could advance within this, within this business. Uh, from the context of friends even, are you the kind of guy who's going to stick to your morals? Are you the kind of guy who's going to do what's right in every circumstance? Are you the kind of guy that says, or excuse me, does what he says he's going to do? When you do those things, other men and other people start looking at that and you naturally become the leader without having the, the quote unquote title of, of leader. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings me to this idea of respect, right? A lot of leaders are respected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a 
that's a quality you really want. You want people to respect you. And I don't mean that in a submissive way. I just mean that on a peer-to-peer way. You want to have respect for the people that you surround yourself with and they should have respect for you. And the respect is a is actually a, a big quality that you need in terms of attracting women, right? If a woman right. doesn't respect you, she's not going to be attracted to you. I'm sure, you know, your wife, Ryan, probably respects the hell out of you. And that's one of the reasons why you guys have been together so long. Right. And vice versa. I mean, there's a mutual level of respect. And I think sometimes we get confused when it comes to leadership, even in a relationship like we're talking about here, is the difference between fear and respect. Is this somebody that I fear? Is this somebody that's bullying me around and bossing me around? And Or is this somebody that I genuinely respect that I have admiration for because fear will work for a short period of time, but it's not a sustaining way to manage your relationships or manage your business or any area of your life. You need to be somebody who's, uh, is the authority because you're respected for who you are, not because people are afraid of you. Right, right, exactly. Okay, let, that's great. Let's move on to to even more. I feel like you got a bunch of these that we can learn from you. So we talked about leadership what is another area that guys can become better versions of themselves and, and more powerful? I think intellect is another key area. I think we get to this point in our lives, especially as we're transitioning from boyhood to manhood, where we might finish up high school or maybe we finish a degree in college and we think that somehow we've arrived and we, and we fall into this arrival syndrome that hey, I'm here. I don't need to worry about anything now. I'm going to go get this corporate job and I'm going to do this for the next 30 or 40 years and all is going to be well. And you just coast. And that is such a huge problem in society today that people are mediocre, right? We're just coasting and we're just drifting along. And if this opportunity comes up, we take advantage of this opportunity. And if the wind blows us that way, then we go that way and hope for the best. And the reality is, is that we need to be very deliberate about the course of our life and we, lives and we need to never stop learning. And so that's why we talk about intellect. And it's not always about learning what you need, the skills, for example, for a corporate position, but are you learning about how to manage relationships? Are you learning about things that are exciting to you? Are you following your passions? Are you listening to podcasts? If you're listening to this, you are. Are you reading books? What is it that you're doing on a daily basis, day in and day out, that's enhancing and building upon who you are. It's incredible to me the amount of information and opportunities that are at our fingertips. I could take the most successful people in the world and I can literally tap into their brain for an hour or a couple hours through a podcast or book and get all of that information, all of the very best information, the Cliff Notes version of their life and implement it in my life. And we need to do that all the time. So what is something that you're doing right now that's emulating that so we can get a good example of that. Yeah. So when even if I were to rewind to April uh, of this year, 2015, I was consuming everything I could about manliness and masculinity. And I was, I was listening to the guys over at Art of Charm, who I'm sure you're familiar with, and Art of Manliness. And there's so many men's blogs. And I was consuming all of that information. And as I did, look where I am now. We've got Order of Man, which has been relatively successful because I've learned all this stuff. And more importantly, I've implemented it. Same thing when it comes to physical fitness. I mentioned that I was, that I was out of shape and I was overweight two years ago. Well, I started consuming information. I started surrounding myself with health tips and 
fitness coaches and guys who were fit and who were active in their communities and, and they were playing sports. And I started doing those things. And the more I surrounded myself with those kind of men, I started doing the things necessary to help me get to that level as well. So those are two small examples of how that works in your life. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Plenty of stuff that guys can do, especially since uh, this is coming about too in the in the new year. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we could be working on. This is great. So we're talking about intellect. We talked about leadership. What else is out there for us to become better versions of ourselves as men? Yeah. So I talk a lot about relationships and I'm not just talking about here relationships with women, although that is a critical component of being a man and masculinity, but it's how do you deal with relationships? How do you find other people that you want to surround yourselves with? How are you interacting with coworkers? How are you interacting with your neighbors? What are you doing to enhance their lives and serve them? You know, uh, I've heard the phrase, every opportunity has its root in relationships. And if you look at every area of your life, regardless of where you are, it would be hard for you to say that I got here on my own, right? There's always somebody who's helped you along the way. Absolutely. yeah. So for me to have the opportunity trip to, to converse and have conversations with you and get to know you and the 40 other guys, that's going to naturally make me a better man. So we really have to focus on how we're building and developing relationships and being deliberate about it. Right. I mean, we, think about this. We have our neighbors or we have our coworkers and we think that we have no control over who we're surrounded by, but we've got to be more deliberate about the people that are we allow into our lives and we build relationships with. What kinds of people do you think are best for the guys listening to surround themselves with? Well, we, I, so when it comes to that, go back to what you want out of your life, the kind of person you want to be, and think about where you fall short in your life and think about the guys who have what it is you want. So if your goal is you know what, I, need, I know I need to get in better shape. I know my body's not where it need, needs to be. I know that I'm not in as good a shape and it's affecting other areas of my life. Then be deliberate about who you're surrounding yourself with. Don't go out with the guys that want to go grab fast food every day. Go out with the guys who know how to eat right and they want to be healthy and they're already living that life. So it's going to be different for everybody, but you've got to find where you're falling short in your life and then find those people who are not falling short in that area and find a way to connect and be around those people. Absolutely. What do you think is a good way of going about that too? Like where, where can you find someone like that? I feel like that, that could be a struggle for a lot of guys. It's like, wow, I, I'd love to meet some awesome dudes who are doing those kinds of things or share my common, you know, goals and values. Like, is there, I mean, let me ask you, where did you find uh, friends like that or guys like that? So it's, it's really hard as men to do this. I've got, I've got two boys. I've got two boys and a little girl and another little boy on the way. And it's Amazing. funny. Because, Congrats. Oh yeah. It's, it's a, it's a full house around here, but we love it. We love it. So my eight year old who just walked in a minute ago, we'll go to the park, for example, and we'll sit on the bench and literally within two minutes, he's got three or four buddies that he's now playing with. And I'm always fascinated about how he does that. And you know how he does it? He just goes up to him. He says, hey, can I play? Or, hey, what are you guys doing? Or, hey, check this out. And he puts himself out there. But somewhere along the way, we get so concerned with ourselves and how people look at us that we forget that, oh, we've actually got to put ourselves out there to make this work, right? So I think it's really just a matter of, of 
being bold and putting yourself out there. If it's trying to get in better shape, you got to go where the guys are. Where are they? We're at, they're at the gym. And, and I'll give you an example. You go to the gym and you see this guy who's got an amazing physique or he's doing it right, whatever it may be. This is where you need to be a little bit bold, but it's a matter of just going up to that guy and saying, hey, I'm trying to get in better shape. Do you have a couple like key workouts or, or I, obviously I can see you're in shape. Do you have a couple of key workouts or insights that you can give me to help me get in better shape? How easy is that, but how hard is it for us to do? We don't do it because we're scared of what that guy will think about us. Right. And at the end of the day, if you go up to someone and say something nice like that, it, most of the time, most of the time, that guy is not going to be a jerk. You know, no we, way. We imagine that they might be uh, because it's not common for guys to approach guys. But if you're saying something cool and you're, and you're being genuine with them, they're going to be cool to you. You know, especially with something like that. You can imagine right. a guy being like, oh, you know, like he was probably just like you. Like, oh, he wanted to learn how to get better too and he had to work hard at it also. So it's like people, they they can connect with that, you know? Right, right. Well, I'll give you another example. Let's say in work, when I started in the financial planning business, I'm a financial advisor by trade. I started about just under 10 years ago. I had no idea what I was doing, but I got into the office and I saw these guys who were having amazing amounts of success in their personal businesses and they had been around for 10 or 20 years and it was as simple as saying to them, hey, do you mind if I take you to lunch? I'm just getting started. I don't really know what I'm doing, but you obviously are having some success. Can I take you to lunch? And those guys were flattered. And so I took them out to lunch and we had conversations about what are you doing? How are you being successful? I even brought those guys in on meetings that I had with my clients because I could learn something from them. So they came in and they taught me in the hot seat of how, how to react to this. And, they, and I gave them permission to say, here's what you're doing well, but here's where you need to improve. And so we developed and built these relationships and I was able to overcome a lot of the trials that took a lot of guys who started the same time as me a lot longer to learn because I was willing to say, I don't know it all. Will you please help me? Yeah. And that, I feel like anyone who's listening to this podcast right now has that inside of them because they're at least taking the step where they're like, I don't know it all. I need to learn more. I'm mm -hmm. going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, you, you know bet. what I mean? So it's like I think everyone here has that inside of them to be okay for asking for help. You know what I mean? Like right. That's one of the challenges to to succeeding. And I mean that goes back to what you were saying earlier about mentors and about being able to learn from other people. And, and that's just a great way to do it. Right. Yeah, I have this friend. It's really funny. I'll sit down. We, we went to a, uh, a sushi restaurant. And the gal spoke Chinese and my buddy, it was so funny. He loves language. And so he started to ask her questions about Chinese and how to speak her language. And he would say it and he would totally butcher the word and she would laugh at him. But what was cool is that he didn't care about looking dumb for a minute. And so he was able to pick up some of these words and pick up some of these, this language and then have, and over time able to have a dialogue and a conversation in her language. I thought that was amazing, but most of us would never do that because we don't want to sound dumb trying to repeat that word and we don't want to make ourselves look stupid. But it's the very thing that we do as kids when we're learning how to walk or we're learning our language. It's the exact same thing we do, but somewhere along the way, we start worrying about what other people think and it hinders our growth. Right. Exactly. We're always so scared of making those mistakes yep. and, and, you know, fumbling in front of people, but yet that's what we've been doing all of our life. I mean, we should be, I think it's funny, we should be used to that. We've taken tests 
We've been yeah. to school. We learned how to walk, like you were saying, as a kid. You know, you fumble. It's 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 part of our nature, and that's okay. That's just part of it. I don't know where you know. Maybe it's an American thing. I'm not really sure. You know where it came from. Where it's, it's you know we're so strict and so hard on ourselves to always be perfect, perfect, perfect. And I mean, you're never going to reach perfection. And if if you want to try to reach perfection, the only way to try to reach perfection is by making mistakes and not being perfect. Right. You know? Well, and I think, I mean, I, I think this problem has always existed to some level and there's probably some basic mental thing that we do to ourselves that, you know, as a survival type instinct. But even if you look more recently at social media, right? I mean, pull up a friend's account. It's everything good that's happening in their life. Everything's perfect. They don't go on, on these vacations. They look this good. And, and then you run into those people who Photoshop all their pictures to make sure that they're perfect. And so we never see that people are struggling and we think that, oh, we must be the only one who has this issue. Everybody has the issue. Nobody's willing to talk about it or be real about it. And that's why I think we run into this trap of, well, if everybody else is perfect, I guess I should be perfect too. And if I'm not, there's something deeply wrong with me. Right. And that's the thing too, is you got to realize that anyone you look at who has the things that you want or is emulating the person you want to be is not perfect. You know, it's right. just, just, it's just uh, a show, you know, and, and you're not seeing the deeper side of how they got there or, or how it, you know, came to be. Exactly. So you got to think about that. Awesome. Right. Well, this has been a very insightful podcast and, it's been awesome having you on and learning about this stuff. Is there any kind of last words you want to share or you know, anything you want to say to, to my audience here that wants to learn more about this and, and is trying their hardest to become the best version of themselves? Any kind of parting inspirational words? Yeah, I think I would just reiterate that, that the first step is taking that deep, hard, long look at yourself and being very, very real with yourself do that. I promise if you go through that exercise, you are going to see where you need to improve. And step two, find people who are doing what it is that you feel like you need to improve on and put yourself out there. Be bold, take a risk, be willing to maybe look a little dumb or look a little goofy or mess things up. It's those type of people who are always going to excel and exceed in life. So I'm just going to reiterate that. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Well, guys, if you're interested in learning more from Ryan and hearing what he has to say, don't forget to check out the Order of Man podcast. Okay, check that out. He's got about 38 episodes thus far by the time you check it out. If you're listening to this, you know, years down the line, he probably has a ton more. So if you want to learn about how to be a better man, you want to learn about leadership and manly skills, fitness and finance and, and everything in between, go check that out. I highly encourage you. It's a, it's a great listen. So Ryan, thanks again for being on here. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again sometime soon and, and talk more man stuff. Trip, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, man. Thanks a bunch. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.